Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 50, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! It's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back boys and girls and we have reached our 50th episode of season 2. Today we finish up week 10. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly curious cow. Mm. Okay so Dave, episode number 50. Hmm, seems like, you know, maybe we should have some cake or something? Oh, well maybe when we get to day 100 Marv. But it is Friday, so we have a lot to do today. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, and it's for all in the quiz, Dave. Let's do this! What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out, because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, everyone. How's it going this week, Gary? It's good, Dave. Say, where's the Day 50 cake? Are there any nuts on it? Oh, Gary, there's no Day 50 cake. And, you know, I think the only cake we've ever done was a Day 130 cake in Season 1. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good day, Dave. Well, when we have cake, can we have one with nuts on it? You know, I don't know, Gary. Maybe. And how come I'm the cake provider anyway? You know, you guys could always bring your own cakes. Oh, Dave, don't be ridiculous. I'm a cow. Right, I'm not sure this is going anywhere useful. Shall we move on? I think we're ready for this week's quiz, Gary, if you are. Oh, I sure am. Let's get right to it. So, question one from this week. In Isaiah, we read about the new Jerusalem. So, what did we hear the people there would do with their swords? Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that one, Dave. Uh, I think that was the thing you had us listen for in the reading that day. Yeah, I think you're right, Marvin. I've got that one, too. Okay, question two. In the book of James, what did James compare to a small spark that could set a great forest on fire? Or a small rudder that could steer a great ship? Oh, oh yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I don't know if I would have got that from just the spark, though, but I do remember the ship. Yep, me too. So, well, as usual, Marvin, it's a good old-fashioned question three showdown. Yep, so here goes. Question three. The books of the Bible we'll read known as the major prophets are Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. But which of them is the longest? Okay, so the majorest major prophet, huh? (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, yeah, I've got my guess, Dave. Yep, me too. Okay, Gary, take us through it. Okay, so question one. What would the people do with their swords? Okay, yeah, so they would hammer them into plows, right? Yep, I think that's right. Good job, guys. Yes, that's right. Question two. What did James compare to a tiny spark or the rudder of a great ship? Ah, so was it the tongue? Yeah, that's right, Marvin. Something small that could do big things. That's right. Okay, so which of the major prophets is the longest one? Well, Dave... I think you said there were 66 chapters in the book of Isaiah. That seems really long, so yeah, I just went with Isaiah. 
Yeah, well, I have to be honest, Marv, I do not know the major prophets at all well. Although, this year, hopefully, I'll get to know them a lot better. So this was a total guess. I went for Daniel. That was a terrible guess, Dave. Daniel is the shortest of those four. Then comes Isaiah, then Ezekiel, and then Jeremiah. So Marvin, with a slightly better guess, wins this week. Oh, and by the way, Lamentations is usually counted as a major prophet too, because it's another book by Jeremiah. Yep, see, I didn't even know that. (laughs) Well, well done, Marv. It's taken you 50 days, but for the first time in season two, you are in the lead. Yeah, cows rule. Yeah, now I just have to stay there for another 200 days or so. Well, hopefully not. But thank you, Gary. Another great quiz. You got it, guys. Hey, I'll see everyone next week. Bye. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin. So let's get to our last chunk of Isaiah for this week. So, so far, we've seen how Jerusalem was. It was full of sin, disobedient, proud. But we've also seen God's promise of a new Jerusalem where people from all the nations would worship, where there would be no more war, and where God would be with and protect and guide his people. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like the New Jerusalem a lot better. Yeah, I think we all do. Now, we're going to skip past chapter 5, and that's a long poem that warns the people how terrible God's judgment will be when it comes. Enemy armies will come, they'll attack, many people will die, they'll be captured and taken away, all of that stuff. But then, well, then we get to chapter 6. And in chapter 6, we read of an amazing vision that Isaiah had. Oh, okay. Okay, so what should we listen for in chapter 6, Dave? Well, Isaiah sees the Lord's throne room. And he's terrified because he thinks that he'll be destroyed. But then a seraph, which is a type of angel, does something to Isaiah so that he doesn't die. So, what does the seraph do? Okay, got it. Well, take it away, Valerie. Isaiah 6 verses 1 to 13 In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. He was seated on his throne. His long robe filled the temple. He was highly honoured. Above him were seraphs. Each of them had six wings. With two wings they covered their faces. With two wings they covered their feet. And with two wings they were flying. They were calling out to one another. They were saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord who rules over all. The whole earth is full of his glory. The sound of their voices caused the stone door frame to shake. The temple was filled with smoke. How terrible it is for me, I cried out. I'm about to be destroyed. My mouth speaks sinful words and I live among people who speak sinful words. Now I have seen the king with my own eyes. He is the Lord who rules over all. A seraph flew over me. He was holding a hot coal. He had used tongs to take it from the altar. He touched my mouth with the coal. He said, this has touched your lips. Your guilt has been taken away. Your sin has been paid for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord. He said, who will I send? Who will go for us? I said, here I am, send me. So he said, go and speak to these people. Tell them, you will hear but never understand. You will see but never know what you are seeing. Make the hearts of these people stubborn. Plug up their ears, close their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, they might hear with their ears, they might understand with their hearts, and they might turn to me and be healed. Then I said, Lord, 
How long will it be like that? And he answered, It will last until the cities of Israel are destroyed. It will last until no one is living in them. It will last until the houses are deserted. The fields will be completely destroyed. It will last until the Lord has sent everyone far away. The land will be totally deserted. Suppose only a tenth of the people remain there. Even then, the land will be completely destroyed again. But when oak trees and terebinth trees are cut down, stumps are left. And my holy people will be like stumps that begin to grow again. Thanks, Valerie. Okay, Marv, so what did the seraph do? Well, Dave, he touched Isaiah's lips with a hot coal. And gosh, you would think that would just burn his face off, Dave. Well, Marvin, quite often in the Bible, when we read about God's holiness, it's like a fire that burns up sinfulness. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, I think we probably have. So the coal that Isaiah sees, I think that's like that holy fire that kind of burns up Isaiah's sinfulness. It's not a normal fire that would actually burn his face off. Okay, yeah, I got it. But what an amazing thing to see. God's throne room filled with smoke and with these seraphs with wings and their booming voices so loud that the stone doorway was shaking. You can tell why Isaiah was terrified. Yeah, for sure. And God gives another message about the judgment that was coming. Judah would be destroyed. But like we've seen before, along with judgment, there is also hope. Oh, there was? I think I missed the hope part, Dave. Ah, well, let me read that last verse again. It said this, But when oak trees and terebinth trees are cut down, stumps are left, and my holy people will be like stumps that begin to grow again. So yes, Judah would be hacked down, like a huge tree being cut down. But what happens to a tree stump? Even though it looks dead, it will start to grow again. It will send up new branches. And that's what God says of his people. They will not be completely destroyed. And what's left will start to grow again. Oh, I see. Yeah, I got it. So, boys and girls, we're very used to talking about the God who loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us. The God who wants to know us. Our best friend that we can talk to no matter what is going on, no matter where we are. And you know, all of that is absolutely true and it's good. But sometimes it's good to stop and remember that our God is scary holy and scary powerful. When Isaiah got just a glimpse of that, he was absolutely terrified. Now, I'm not saying we should be terrified of God, but we shouldn't forget who God is. He does love us. If we are a Christian, he has adopted us into his family. He loves us as a father loves his children. So yes, we don't need to be scared of him. But if God hadn't done that, if it was up to us, if we were on our own getting what we deserved, well, then our holy God would be terrifying. Because just as Isaiah feared, well, we would be destroyed. So, as we imagine that vision of God's throne room that Isaiah described, and imagine how terrifying that was, well, praise God that he is almighty and holy, that he is far, far above us sinners. And then, well, then thank him that even though on our own merit we have no business coming before this holy God, that he doesn't just invite us into his presence, but he treats us as his children. He loves us. Today, let's be amazed at who God is and that such a God cares for us. Oh yeah, amusing, Dave. It sure is. And, well, that's where we're going to leave week 10, boys and girls, with a glimpse of heaven. Have a wonderful weekend and, well, we'll be back on Monday to start week 11. 
Okay, yeah. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.